With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to Stretford Paddock. This podcast is brought to you by Surfshark VPN. Now more than ever, our internet reliance is increasing from talking to loved ones, to streaming your favorite shows, to watching any of the podcasts here on Stretford Paddock. And with that increased footprint, so does our need for proper internet security. And Surfshark is a VPN service that encrypts your data, which stops anyone unwanted from seeing it. Another great thing about Surfshark is it allows you to see all of the great content from around the world. Simply sign in to Brazil and check out their Netflix. You can watch Croatian Amazon Prime. And when you're on holiday, you can still watch all of your shows from back home simply by changing it to your home nation. It is that simple. And currently Surfshark have an amazing deal by clicking the link in the description and using our code PADDOCK, you can get a whole three months extra for free. That is three months extra for free. In addition, Surfshark also offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, use that link in the description and use the code PADDOCK for three months for free and a 30-day money-back guarantee. I do. Should have had a way. You are? Should have had a way. Do you need a way? No, no. no are you all right? A little bit. I but. can't do it, mate. You know, we start a podcast and I do it. It's on me all the time. It's in the back of my mind. And I think, I ain't going to survive this. And I usually just have to run off and do it. Especially at my age. When was the last time you soiled yourself? I almost did it on our watch along. Do you remember that clip that was doing around? <laughs> when I just went, I stood up and went, oh. <laughs> I wasn't going to sew myself. Back door or front door? Back door. Well, bad do. Yeah, but I managed to make it. So, but I shit myself running once about a year ago. Wait, what? Yeah. What no, in the Paul Radcliffe is this? No, no not fully. It was... Um, oh, there's Laurie from The Athletic, by the way. You know him, don't you? Yeah, he's a serious journalist. Yeah, he is. Um, we'll get to that. Have you shit yourself running? Why have you dragged me into it? Yeah, have you ever shit yourself? I have not ever. Have you not? You've not um, lived. Um, I'm to think of the past tense of that then. <laughs> Shat. Shat. <laughs> Mm. So I had a, I was running and I, I felt weed yourself. Yeah, we, you must have weed yourself on a night out. Oh, on a night out. No, no, never no. Woke up, like, yeah, oh. I have pulled up too soon. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, okay. And now I'm gonna have to go home. 
Well, yeah. I'm gonna be the guy stood there with a lot of pissed at me, like, don't fucking think Depends so. Depends how levered you are. Well, Uber? Oh, you know yeah, I mean? well, obviously. If you like, you know, do you know what I mean? One of them ones. No, but no. even a couple of bottles deep, Jay. You know, if you've wet yourself, it's time to go. It's debatable. Depends where you are. But on your running, by the way, congratulations. Thank you. I saw the. What for the shitting himself or yeah. the year of running? Yeah. Which looks good. This is it. it helps when you keep shitting yourself as yeah. well. You just well, that's okay. Yeah. No, I had a little accident, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Did you have to, um, I like, walk funny. do the thing like a dog does and drag yourself along the floor like Gary Lineker? Almost, I just walked funny. And then I ran missus and she was like, she danced her phone when I got in, she said, well, I don't know why you're ringing me for, because I want to come and got you. Yeah, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Yeah. I'm shit myself, bad help me. chips for tea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Anyway. Speaking of shit. Yeah. Nice. Always started. Now, nice. Is that always the plan? No, no we don't segue. have a plan on here, no, Laurie. You've known us longer than that. You thought yeah. it was a plan. Hey, come on. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. Just Me and him have life, never yeah, had a plan on no. this channel or this particular podcast. Um, but it's good that you're coming in because you're a hot topic in a minute. Oh. Been doing work and that, aren't you? I know, what's the matter? You know what I mean? Oh, look at me, I was going to write loads of articles. Don't fuck all for about yeah. a year. I've <laughs> two articles. Yeah, in-depth articles. I'm going to interview loads of people. Name three other articles you did last year. See? You see, you can't. <laughs> Fucking screwed it. Meanwhile, you've had two go bang in a week. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Well, thanks for the content, because we've, we've, <laughs> we've got our money's worth out of him as well. Okay. I looked, there's probably three or four videos where I've had to reference that article yeah. Laurie did. Well, I yeah. appreciate you yeah, referencing we it. We do. Yeah. Do what well, I should do, since I'm fucking cited in it. Uh, oh, not this one, the previous one. Uh, is there a oh, fucking better Housen. be? There better be a note at the bottom. Is, it, is Stephen? Is Stephen Housen one of your sources? He might. I don't know. He might be, but have I forgotten that you were no, my sources? No, I definitely fucking was. Well, okay. you've been telling me you were. <laughs> so unless you're lying to me, Stephen, which I don't like, you probably were, Stephen. I probably, yeah. you know, just one of many. Yes, you probably heard it from him. And I'll get this stood up. Well, always that's true. what I. Oh, it's do. true. Always actually <laughs> telling the truth. Yeah, what? I I would absolutely stand it up. I wouldn't just go. Steve said the following. Steve's, yeah, I've, I've made that, that mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Live on air. How much did it cost you? Just a few friendships. Okay. <laughs> Nothing monetary. I've heard from Steve, trust me. No, no, I'm out of the group chat now. Oh, okay. <laughs> ah, you can win friends back. Yeah, yeah. he's like, get new ones. Um, you did the, we'll go, we go back to the first article you did this week, or last week, whenever it was, about Mercer and transfers and Woodward and, can we just call it what it is? The shit show that has been Manchester United, post Fergie in particular. Was that a working title? The, you know, that might have been a word that was used uh, to me by different sources. Obviously, you know, you being one of them, Steve, but uh, then other sources backed up such a uh, suggestion. Uh, yeah, no, I, it is obviously, the, the idea of the piece, I think, was to try and hopefully give people a bit of an insight into what's going on behind the scenes and how it came to Absolute be. Absolute shit show. Uh, yeah, you, you, listen, if that's your assessment from reading the piece, that's up to you. That's my professional opinion. Okay, well, good. I mean, you can't read that and think, Otherwise, you can't read that and think that is a well-oiled machine. Well, <laughs> I, I don't think you can, and also I don't think that the people that are coming in would think so either. Yeah. I think they've kind of made their as well oiled already. But it's like that fucking Gulf of Mexico thing that BP did. Yeah, like like an oil spillage. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just There's a lot of oil everywhere. Yeah, just fucking right. dead herons you know all mean? over the gaff covered yeah. in oil. So when you, sorry to be all like, oh, tell us how you did it, but mm. when you went about that, where'd you start off with that? Did you start off with certain people like him and going, oh, <laughs> what, really? They did well, what? <laughs> I'm going to admit, let me start. He's telling the truth. I think that stuff that we spoke about that was in it was probably three or four months prior to the article. I'm, I'm trying to go on. Do you want to, I can't, don't, don't out yourself, obviously, but like, <laughs> tell me afterwards. Um, it's, 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 it's just it's conversations over many many months and probably years to be fair. I think you did well to piece it all together because there was some stuff in there that was multiple years back. 
Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, it may be, I don't know. Was it on a whim to put it all together because it had all, something had clicked or had you been working on it for months? I, I, I've been working, I, I, knowing stuff is one thing and then you're sort of figuring out, right, well, is it fair to put this out there? What's the, what, why is somebody telling me this? For example, I always ask that question. Uh, is there, there's different versions of, of what happened. So you, I always would like to give people the opportunity to respond in advance and then you kind of have to make your own mind up and try and give the truest reflection. You don't, in my opinion, you don't have to go, this person said this, this person said that. Therefore, you know, figure go, out go away, figure out. I think you do have to kind of make a little bit of a judgment yourself as a journalist to figure out what you're going to put in the piece. Um, but no, it's conversations, trusting people, um, testing whether what they're saying to you is, is correct. And that's by checking out with multiple people and just, you know, pushing a little bit back on what they've said to you. And, and if, if the story stacks up the second time they tell you, the third time they tell you, and then you go, okay, this is, and, and whether it's legitimate or not to put that out there and how valid that is to what United looks like as a club right now. And, you know, what Ineos might want to try and change and how things have happened as well, you know, because clearly, you can't, yeah, you can't be spending this kind of money on players that they have done, you know, for a number of years, and getting to this point where you know the squad is what it is. You know, it's no. uh, it's generally terrifying, isn't it, when you see the the club have gone. Okay, we value it. it one begets the next in almost like they weren't great or even at all identifying second and third targets. Yeah. So we go, that's our target, and we think he's worth X. And then going in and paying three times whatever X was because we didn't identify a second or third target and we've left ourselves short. And then I've spoken about this a few times this week is that United seems to be a place at the moment where Roy King's the example I keep using. it. He was offered more money to go elsewhere. But he came to United for wanting to play under Sir Alex and thought there was an opportunity to be part of something and to win something. What can United offer people at the moment? It's only money. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And I feel that's why we've ended up chasing players that want massive wages. Well, well, that or it's players that possibly aren't good enough at this point, or you know, th there's not that clamour for. So, so their option is. So, but, so, so well, we're competing against no one and still overpaying. You're well, competing against ourselves almost. It well, felt that, like. Well, that's it. With, well, well, that's it with the Anthony one. I mean, that was just they'd left it so late. Tenag wanted a striker at the very start of the summer, and then it got to the point in that in that you know mode of the season where he'd lost two games and there was panic, you know, and, and he wanted an attacker. Anthony, I think, you know, he obviously has pushed for him because he knows him. But equally, I think it was a, a stage where there wasn't really much else he could go for. So he's thinking, well, I need somebody in. And OK, let's go for Anthony. And, and I know that he can I know that he can do what I want him to do on a pitch. And then at that point, I actually I interviewed Edwin Mandasar on the record about this. And he said, you know, we challenged uh, John Merton, Richard Arnold to go as, as, as high as possible, basically. And it's like, wow. And, and you say there's no other... Uh, sort of parties in the race there, but it was because Ajax had sold a load of players in the summer, and at that point they didn't they didn't have to sell him, they didn't need the money, so they were just you know they could put their marker down and then you know ask for the price they wanted, 
And oh my god! I mean, also like they sold one of them, but it's to us already. Well, yeah, for fifty-six million quid in yeah. the Sandro Miners, which helps yeah. their cause yeah. to sell us, Andy, for yeah. more. Yeah, because it's like, well, we don't yeah. need much money now. You helped us give us nearly sixty quid, yeah. sixty million quid. Sorry, plus we sold others. And, and I do have it's some insane. sympathy for United's position because they're obviously trying to aspire towards winning titles and, and challenging for trophies. Um, they've got big revenues that everybody knows about, so they're obviously going to push and, and try and get extra money from them. But that's where you've got to have skills in that market, relationships, leverage that you can push to make sure that people don't, you know, take the mick out of you. And and they, and, and and going for players with a you know a considered approach, uh, with a long-term plan in place. Because like I say, with, with the Anthony one, you know, they had reports on him that you know were, were fine, but people were saying they wouldn't go for him at that point. This is under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and that's when you know the kind of 25 million. Well, listen, he's available for that. You know, maybe we can go for it. So it's not like. He was valued at 25 million and then next week United bid yeah, yeah. 86 million. But it's obviously part of the kind of the long-term painting at United. Well, isn't that in, where something like a Paul Mitchell, who the entire footballing world knows, knows the value of a player. Yeah. Where he goes in and goes, listen, I think he's worth 44 and we'll pay 44. Someone doesn't go, well, <clears throat> we want 80. Because then you would assume Paul Mitchell goes, well, you're fucking stupid and, and, and leaves. You know, he's been on the buying and selling side at multiple different clubs at multiple different levels. When he tells you a player's worth X, mm. he's in the ballpark of how much a player's worth. He's not sitting in front of Woodward who's telling the entire world we can do things in a transfer market others can only dream of. Mm. Well, yeah, no, no one dreamt of doing the sort of shit we've done the last 10 years, I'm sure. <laughs> That's it. It's having the power to walk away, isn't yeah. it? I mean, you look at Man City and, you know, you can judge different aspects of what they do, but for sure they step away from deals when they think it's too much. Harry Maguire, Mark Kukurea. Yeah. So and that will have that to sting for him, didn't it? In terms of what Maguire, Maguire and Cucurea, yeah, yeah they never well, recovered. Yeah, yeah so that's it. Um, the last laugh there. <laughs> and so <Leicester>. that, <laughs> yeah. fucking million percent. Yeah. Good point, yeah. Well, yeah. Even though they're in the championship, they're still laughing. Mate, they did well in Leicester. Was it Maguire and Fafana both for eighty million? Well, they got Fafana, new yeah. training ground. Fucking, I bet they did. Yeah, they literally did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, was there much pushback from the club because? You're writing these articles and obviously, you, you know, you, you're not painting a great picture of the club. It's an honest one, as Fergie said, you're telling the truth. But then, you you know, you're still sat in the press conferences. You've still got to, you know... Yeah, not been banned yet. Yeah, no. you've got to contact the club when you want to get something stood up. Was there any, like, pushback from the club saying... Yeah, there's, there's always pushback, yeah, because obviously, you know, it, it's, a, it's a robust industry. You've got to have... I, I would only... But, but the thing is, I, I would go to the club and say... You know, it's, it's part of our uh, part, part of my makeup as a journalist, and also part of the New York Times that own the Athletic. The, the way they want to approach journalism, give the people that you're writing about a right of reply in advance, and I go to them and sort of give them a decent idea about what I'm writing about, so that they can challenge me if they want to, and and, they, and I can really hear what they think about a certain situation. So I think in that regard, the people that I'm writing about are always thinking okay, well, fair enough. I don't agree with what you've written there, but at least I've been given an opportunity to sort of push back against it. And then again, it's up, it's up to me. And I'm not saying that, you know, everyone thinks you know, I'm great at Man United. Like certainly there's probably people that think I've caused an issue for them and, and I've been unfair on them maybe. Um, but I think at least 
letting them know in advance and having that openness is a benefit. Wasn't that what the drama's about the well, ones who got banned the other Well, week? exactly, yeah. And I'm, I, it's not, not to me to um, cast any assertions about that, but I think um, that, that's what Eric Ten Hag had an issue with, it seemed, in that situation. So, oh, I, yeah. I reckon United see you and Adam Crafton on an article and think, oh, great, here we go again. <laughs> Adam's we a, spoke to Adam a few weeks ago. Adam's a brilliant journalist. Yeah, about the Mason Greenwood scenario, and he was like, a similar thing. It's like, look, I've got this information. I've had it stood up. I know this is happening. And you think, yeah. like, well, what can the club say if that's And I do have to, true, and, and people might not like this, but I do have to give credit to United as a as a organisation in that regard, because I know there's clubs out there that would, you know, potentially lie to you, would, would make things really difficult for you, would put a lot of pressure on you to to not publish and try and sort of talk their way out of it for whatever reason. Yeah. And obviously there's, there's certain elements where you're kind of under, it's a pressurised situation to write this kind of piece, but um, I think at least they're, they're pretty fair. So, and, and I, you can't say that for everybody. There was the previous comms guy that was at United, uh, I'd heard something which has still never to this day been in the public realm. Uh, and I, I, I said, I've heard this. And he went, where the fucking hell have you heard that? And I said, you know, I've got friends. And he went, I went, is it true? And he went, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. Well, there you go. So Alicia, yeah, there is that. Um, loads of people in the super chat. Kai Kurd is in the super chat. Good to see Kai. Um, it says, onto the proper stuff. What journalist could you smash up in a Misfits <laughs> boxing match? I think that's what that is meant to say. I think he's made a few Oh, He's a small fella, isn't he, Laurie? Who, Laurie? Yeah. He's not that small. What, 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 why do you reckon he's coming in? I actually like, do. Sometimes I weigh myself and I'm yeah. like, actually, I'm like, I think I'm like a weird, like a welterweight almost at you well, know, UFC level. 10 stone or something. What's I'm like 11. Well, weight about 12. 11 12. stone I am. Oh, 11. Oh, is, it, is, it, is it 12? Okay. So what's I'm, what am I What are you weighing pounds? Uh, what's that? Well, 11 stone a bit. What's that? 11 stone would be... 154? Yeah, So it'd be a lightweight. Like, okay, like, okay. UFC lightweight. So, yeah, have you got a journalist that's like, you could find at that level. <laughs> I am not. I cannot Kai's go asking, there. Kai, let's not, sorry, let's not go there. <laughs> you, you definitely are not going How there. How dare you? You can let's How not start throwing people you. under the bus when Laurie's come on here in good faith. Uh, Abin Averma says, Laurie, what was pre-season tour like with Paddock? <laughs> yeah, what was it like? <laughs> it was good. What was it like? Yeah, it was eye on it. To be fair, they had a great, uh, you had a lovely place in San Diego, didn't you? You did. He came and chilled with us for a bit in San Diego. And did a still bit of my favourite pictures that I've got in my camera wall. Joe Smith diving in you know he looks like Jesus and in that picture he is Jesus because he's floating on the water like you know sort of stretched out reclining it like life's great. just perfect it was it was good stuff uh me road trip who's been a member of the academy for 16 months says what's your favorite place you've watched United play that wasn't inside a football ground you I'm asking that to both of you it's open to the forum how, I don't know what, how do you watch like, United play not in a football like a train like oh a train. like where you've been somewhere like say you've ah. I, I presume like say you know like you might Scotty, for example, but you end up in India once in someone's house. Oh, okay. Maybe just met. It's the most Scotty thing I've ever heard. Of yeah, he was like him and his missus in India, and he said like just managed to find some guy who had like a telly. He was like, "Can I come and watch United <laughs> in your house?" And he's like, "Yeah, come in." That's good though, that isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I was actually in Sri Lanka um, on my honeymoon, and in um, oh, I can't remember the place what it's called now, but it's like a, a trekker kind of port, and we were in this cool bar. It was like two floors and like, you know, cocktails are flowing. I had it on my um, iPhone. I can't remember what match it was. It was in February. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, we probably was lost. Pretty nice. Oh yeah. no, February. We were all right in February. What's it was after the, February, it went downhill, wasn't it? Yeah. So it might Supporters have been like, club in, San, in San Francisco. Club. Yeah. When United weren't, no, United was here. 
Ah, right, okay. It was in San, Di in San Francisco. Um, I've watched in some random places in Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah, because I bet you... I think I watched the... 2005, was we in the League Cup final, 2005? Yeah, no, it was in the FA Cup final, wasn't we? No, no it wasn't the FA Cup final. You were in 2006, won against Wigan, was it? Yeah, it was the one against Wigan. 4-0. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that in Cyprus at RAF Akrotiri. That's right, isn't it? Decent. What's the vibe there then? Do you have to, like, can you get a big TV or is it like around a sort of portable thing? Varies. Sometimes there's a telly. It's like, the World Cup 2006 was in Afghanistan. It was a shitload of fucking newspapers and stuff was coming out, weren't they? You know the one, Murdoch's one. They was giving out little bowler hats for everyone. <laughs> Fuck off, man. <laughs> <laughs> wearing that with a sun all in front of it. You're mad. What's this mean? GB12 has asked, who has the better lid, Steve or Laurie? Starts at Steve. Hair, hairstyle, innit? Oh, right. Sorry, I, I wouldn't know. So, <laughs> yeah, that's ask I, Jay. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know what lid meant. I, I'm always worried when I don't know what something means in case it's a reference I'm not getting that's like, embarrassing, which he has done anyway. Um, who has the better hair, Steve or Laurie? Steve's no, you've looking, both got good Steve's hair looking game. really good, actually. Yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Not bad for 40, well, is it? Well, I'm Strong game. 40. Yeah. And, and the facial fun. hair as well. I can't grow anything, so on that part. Right. We'll, call oh, it, we'll call it a draw. Um, I couldn't grow a bin until I was like fucking 30, man. It was pathetic. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I like this. Oh, Hanlon86, who's been a member of the first team for 12 months, says, let Laurie know how much we appreciate his dedication and love for the club. No. But he ruined Christmas. I tweeted him for that. I wasn't abusive. Andy Tate said that about Tom Cleverly. I tweeted him. Yeah, he said, Cleverly, he's rubbish. I tweeted him for that, but I wasn't abusive. Hiya, <laughs> what, 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 you're rubbish. The, See you what's the level of that then? Yeah, thanks for ruining Christmas. That's not abusive, I suppose, is it? No, no. But you weren't very good today, Tom? What, what was I, I don't know what it was. I, I, I shudder to think, to be honest with you, but it wasn't... I didn't yeah. swear, I think. Okay. Just a bit of feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Hiya, Tom, I've, I've watched the game feedback. back. Yeah, here's some notes you might want to consider. Yeah. Um, Alex Bailey has been a member of the first team for 37 months. I feel like this podcast in two parts. The part about you talking what's gone on, the part you're talking about recently, the article you did recently about what may go on, mm. if that makes sense. Uh, but this sort of ties in with that. Alex Bailey says, <laughs> has Laurie or any of the athletic lot spoke to Sir Jim or Sir Dave yet? Athletic only trustworthy. News We're not calling him up. Sir Jim. And, is he Sir Dave? Yeah. Yeah. Is it Sir Dave? Yeah. Like, it's just Jim and Dave. Reanointed. Is that a thing? Do you have to call people like sir? What are you gonna do? Fucking put me in jail? I know, but I don't know. He's like it's etiquette then. Probably etiquette. I yeah. feel like first mention maybe, and then once the conversation's going, you Jim. can just go for Dave. Jim yeah. Bowie, yeah. I, I spoke to somebody that David uh, Boy. A piece is coming out at some point next week. Maybe a, a kind of more in-depth look at um, Sir Dave Brailsford, and he calls him Dave to me. So um, yeah, I don't know. I guess if you know someone pretty well. Would you call it, I mean, Sir Alex, you'd say Sir I'm Alex. Met him once uh, to be fair, I would say Sir Alex, but that's out of respect. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's definitely so they, Sir they, they, What happens if yet? they bring the title to United? I'll consider it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when the sat here on the brew, we'll think about calling <laughs> yeah. him Sir. You'll if, bow. Yeah, if it's title number 21, <laughs> is it? Otherwise, it's just Dave and Jimbo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's from fucking Failsworth. Let's yeah, have it right. Yeah, How has yeah, that yeah. happened? That is crazy. I still can't go over that. I took Spencer for a drive through Failsworth before. And I, I, he went, hang on, isn't this where Jim Radcliffe's from? I yeah. went, yeah. yeah. And he was like, oh. 
I think you have to appreciate that because obviously the whole context was, you know, Qatar's in and, and, and every, you know, quite a lot of fans wanted the full takeover and wanted the big money. When you actually think about what Shadim Ratcliffe's been able to achieve from coming from failures within Oldham, it's, it's absolutely bonkers. I don't even bonkers. think he's ever robbed a single post office either. I'm not <laughs> sure Really? Is that know. not how he started off Pretty much everyone else who went doing Failsworth has robbed the post office, so yeah, he's done well there. Yeah, as Dale Gibson, he's been a member of the first team 37 months, says, we've had all the talk of the Devils, lads, on the channel separately. Can we get a Paddock and Talk of the Devils mashup? I'll add a lads on the Talk of the Devils. You would, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've yeah, had Andy yeah, on, we've had yeah, Carl, Carl we've had, had Ian on. Ian, yeah. All doing well. Who's your favourite? Obviously you. Yeah, what did you say to them? I said it to everyone when you've been on it. No, I'd probably tell them it's Laurie. Really? Oh. He's the best on a night out. Yeah, yeah he is. Um, have you been? Have you had a night out with M3 though? To be honest with you, I used mm. to see Andy out drinking. Yeah. You no know, where I grew up, but this is when I was in the dip depths of my drink and drug abuse. So I used to do his head in. <laughs> <laughs> Chew his ear off. Yeah. <laughs> so I've known this since I was a kid. Uh, I've never been out. You've been out with Carl, haven't you? Well, you've been in an, an awards oh, yeah, yeah, we with Carl. Yeah, oh, sorry, awesome. but, uh, yeah, because when Carl... Journalism got, awards, Laurie. Like, one day, you keep never, writing shit like that, maybe you'll get to one, Oh, shots fired. <laughs> yeah. That was a broadcast award, actually. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm sleeping the awards, you know, oh, yeah, it's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fuck off, Laurie. <laughs> uh, do one. <laughs> But no, you've been doing live events and all that, haven't you? Oh, it's been class, yeah. yeah. It's amazing, uh, yeah. I don't know if anyone's watching the uh, bought a ticket, but thank you, because it's mind-blowing. You, you, you guys were in Dublin the other day, weren't you? Yeah, well, yeah, he, he, he oh, got to the airport and then fell ill. Oh. So he tried Oh, you were invited, at least. It wasn't yeah, he was invited. Without, I spent right. the rest of the evening explaining why he wasn't there. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? So all the disgruntled paddock. Oh, they were disgruntled, were they? No, the, I'd he's imagine got like, his own like... little fan base within our ah, fan channel okay. community, and there was a lot of paddock FC fans who wanted to meet him and stuff, so they're going to meet him eventually right. uh, Julio Leshy says Laurie do you remember that voice I don't know where this is going to go I might have to stop halfway through <laughs> do you remember that voicemail from 2022 where Steve shouted at you from oh, yeah. outside Old Trafford about WTF <laughs> keeping tabs men on his transfer show um what the fuck does keeping tabs mean? I don't know. I yeah. think he left you a voicemail that I didn't pick up. Was that were you on the were you on the channel? Because my mate showed it me and said, "Why don't you pick up to stay?" And I was, I didn't realise he'd rang me. <laughs> um, can you remember what it was about? Yeah, basically, obviously we speak fairly regularly, and uh, in the middle of doing transfer review, one of your articles had come up. Ah, okay. And we've got this running joke about keeping tabs, because what does it mean? Monitoring. Okay. Oh, no, I mean, right, right, keeping right, tabs. Right, right, right. Oh, did I write keeping tabs? Yeah. Oh, sorry. So, sorry. So we rang you up to abuse you about keeping tabs and, and left a voicemail. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Because okay. his voicemail just goes, Laurie. Wow. Hey, thanks. Thanks for that. It's one of them. Did so we played, we played his voicemail and then shouted out. But it was a couple of people who don't actually know. I don't know if some people know that we don't know each other or, or think we don't know each other or whatever. And some people was like, wow. Oh, you that, just that was really out. rude. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, right, he just got his number from somewhere. Just start, I've got his number, I'm going to abuse him on a video. What are you doing? <laughs> some some people are like that, aren't they? So. Uh, Colin Felix, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, 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 we do know each other, just to confirm. Yeah, there you go. Just, once they're off camera, they'll hate each other. Yeah. Like, they don't speak at all. Uh, Colin Felix says, Sancho's dream job is to be an Olympic lifeguard. Um, okay, <laughs> thanks for that. Um, there's a link in the uh, there's a link in the description, by the way, in the chat even for Laurie's article. Um, How nice is that? Thank you. No, it's alright. It's at least. Um, I, I like the quote. Let's let's go deeper on on the quote. So there was, um, I believe, um, 
a sta all staff meeting. So that was all of the, the regular staff, the marketing and sales and tickets and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So the, the general vibe of that was quite exciting and everyone's come away from that quite happy with it. And he said in the middle of this, I'm gonna ask about profit, I'm, I'm here for winning trophies. Yeah. It's a great start. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, well, that's it. That's what you want from an owner, right? I mean, already he's done more for eighteen years, Laurie, than the Glazers you have not had that exactly. Yeah. So he's, he's put his money in his pocket, three hundred million dollars, and I know it's not you know two billion that's going to build a new stadium, um, but the idea is that it's a start, and we'll see. Obviously, also it's a bit fucking complex, isn't it? When he owns twenty five percent of it, the public owns yeah. X, and the, the Glazers own the remainder. One guy shelling out when everyone else watches but earns off it. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. But that, that should shows that, again, you know, words are easy, you know, and actions are harder. And even if you intend what you say, actually fully, filling them out, fulfilling that and winning titles is, is even more difficult. But I think for the fact that he's actually gone, no, okay, $300 million, okay, put that into equity, into the club, um, you know, 200 million as soon as uh, the transaction is confirmed by the Premier League yeah, and then 100 million by the time uh, the year closes. Yeah, it's not going to change the dynamic hugely, but it's, it's a start and it's, it's something to work with. Uh, it's a sign of intentions. Mm. Um, he's not just sort of, you know, saying that he's going to do something. Okay, there we go, with proof, proof's mm. there. Um, how, but, how secure is that 18 month and, and how likely do you think is, I think, the intention of putting his own cash in on top of the, the uh, investment in getting older us. That 18 month deadline of, of buying the club at the um, agreed share price of, was it $33? $33 is what he yeah, purchased the... Um... Are we on that path then? Is it now a case of, we expect that in 18 months he processes that transaction and the gimps are gone? I don't know. I don't think it's as straightforward as that. We've actually got a piece by Matt Slater on The Athletic now. I'm sorry to give another plug. but um, I've had Matt on the channel. Yeah, I, I think that's, really... that's something we all really need to know, I think, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. we've all seen this 18-month timeline and, and the share price, and you're like, okay, what does it mean? I, I think ultimately he does want to own the club outright. He's got to, but He's got to, surely. At the moment... At, He's got to want ev to. Everyone least. was always wondering, well, Sir Jim Ratcliffe doesn't like to share things. He doesn't want to have a deliberation about something that he owns or has a, a major part in. And this is the answer to it. So he's got sporting control. That's the bit that he really cares about. He doesn't really it seems to me, care that much about the commercial aspect. You know, the, the team that are already there can keep doing what they're doing on that mm. regard. But actually on the sporting side, that's where he's going to potentially get the, the thrill, the joy that he wants to get from it, which is, you know, winning trophies. And so, so I think ultimately he does want to own the whole thing. But as it stands, he's got control of the thing, of the part of the club that matters the most to him. It does seem like he does care. I mean, I remember chatting to someone who works at the club when he went on the, you know, when he came to the, the club to meet everyone, yeah. to meet Richard Arnold when he was, it was him and Shades team. Last they, March. Yeah, and they were saying that they gave him all a tour and they're saying like Shades team weren't interested in the museum and the trophies and the tour, they just wanted to get down to business. Right. But Sir Jim was definitely interested in all that, spoke about coming to the ground, spoke about coming to the to watch the team, mm. just chatted like a fan to the people. Because at the final in 99. Yeah. Like he did, they, they, I got a dog in the final. The worst like, thing he's, he's done he's, last few years like was try and buy Chelsea. 
Well, because but, trying to buy Chelsea, he had to come out with, well, I live in London and blah, blah. He had to renounce his United fandom to appease the Chelsea that fans was, that he so might be as well. I live in London, so I can't possibly go to Old Trafford. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what I mean? You can't get down Chelsea. that M62. Well, that's, I think... I think M6, any, sorry. He's a billionaire. Like, I, don't, well, I guess he wasn't at that point when he was perhaps going to Chelsea. But um, I do think that you're not necessarily going to be on the terraces every single week, are you, as a billionaire? Like, he's obviously... He's really Chelsea, I don't know, mate. What are you talking about? Calling card. There was a suggestion also with that whole Chelsea bid, it was a bit of a stalking horse for United We anyway. spoke to Kieran Maguire years ago, about two years ago, whenever it first happened, yeah. and he said, look, that bid... I don't think it's a bid that's ever going to succeed. It just he left looks, it late. He left it late. And he's a clever man, Sir Jim Ratcliffe. Yeah. He's not stupid where he's going, oh, I might get away with this. It's felt like it's a message that what Kieran said, and he knows his financial onions. Said it's as, right. well, I fucking it, called that one right then, didn't he? Mate, Jesus we need Christ. to think that video out, honestly, bro. Because he was saying, everything we spoke about now, he was saying, look, he said, look, so Jim Ratcliffe at the time, I think he was 69, 70, whatever. He said, he's more asked about his legacy than making loads more money in the future mm. when it comes to United. He mm. said he thinks he could be, if he can leave a legacy of the guy that saved United and turned Oh, United just out. getting us out of the fucking cesspit of the Glazers. Yeah, that's a great legacy. The only way leave. he does this even better is if he turns it loose on the fans. If he goes, if he gets it out of the Glazers, delivers us the 21st title, and then goes, right, 50 plus 1% of these shares are up for sale, get them fucking bought. Oh my God! Yeah, depends. I'll never own depends, pants depends again. Depends which fans get their hands on him, Steve. <laughs> I will never oh, own yeah, pants look at, again. Look at Barcelona, and it's, it's not <laughs> always Nirvana, is it? But I agree yeah, we'll, with you. We'll that. I think fan, 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 fan investment. Fan no, listen, we've all, we've all advocated for that. You've done it with Paddy. We will, all yeah. want to see that. Um, I've been having says, Jim doesn't care about Jay Mott. He's $20 worth of United shares. That's true. He's not been in touch with me. I own $20 worth for the club yeah um, well it's $18 you, now be, be, well, so 33 you, 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 in 18 you get, months you get you know you get part of that offering <laughs> you do so, Mate, but, I own, like my, my shares on like I'm always doing this on the live like if you I apply, bought $20 about a year ago just to, to monitor it so, so you bought for, what, what did you buy Matt $20 Some, yeah so you, so, you, you get 25% of your shares Mate, I'm on 19, 19 15 I don't know if I've got a single have I <laughs> no there you go um, so, oh there you go 19 15 so I've made a loss well, so, no, but if you now, I don't know when it's, uh, you know better than me in terms of no, how I don't you know should, anything. Okay. <laughs> but you, if you if you want to participate in their offering, yeah. what yeah. happens is anyone that wants to participate, they yeah. kind of go, right, fine. And then you all get, if it's oversubscribed, which obviously will be, because yeah. you're you know, making a big, um, you know, profit on what Jay, you've hold uh, it bought out. it for. We're in for $33 20, in 18 months. Yeah, yeah. I'm holding out. Are you want the full having, thing? Yeah, we're not, we're not selling at 19, 15 now. I'm not sure you get 33 Do I look stupid? What I love is it says my... I thought was, well, well, I guess we find out in the article, won't we? But Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not, no one's I'm not sure it's no, just straightforward. It's me. But the whole point that he had to give the same offering to the Class A shareholders as the Class B Otherwise, you know, the legal action would come from the Class he's A proper, shareholders. He's worked this well, hasn't he? Because at one we'll, point, we'll he looked like he was a, like it. a distant second to Shades It's a very it's like Everyone's going, he ain't... Uh, third. Yeah, third. third. Find Michael Knighton had the money <laughs> pledged. Well, he's worked with them, hasn't he? So he's basically realised that they didn't really want to sell the full club, it seems to me. <laughs> so sorry. I'll, I'll let you laugh a bit more if you want. Right, yeah, yeah sorry. Good. Yeah, <laughs> He just ignored it. No, no, like, that's, that's like almost like, journalist. Almost like he doesn't think that Michael Knighton was a legitimate... <laughs> option the money was pledged like and why would he lie yeah anyway um, <laughs> um fucking give us a summer on you, on your record you, come on you've more recent Shit, article he's obviously no, spoken on. about the the staff meeting and the fact that i think they said it was um they liked his honesty and the, the, all that sort of stuff positive stuff what do you think the future holds very tonight that's the big question under this new industry regime as an annex on that 
what do you reckon that conversation consisted of? Because they both sort of come out of it, or it seems to have come out of it, that they were both quite happy with the conversation. Positive talk. Yeah, so it wasn't pack your shit then, obviously. Yeah. I, I don't think they were ever going to say that to him because I think they genuinely want to come in and assess things and really find out the granular detail of who does what, why did they do that, what does this department do, how does that department mesh with this one, is there cohesion? A lot of what Sir Dave Brailsford speaks about is getting people to work together in the right kind of collaboration. Is that really happening at United right now? I don't know. I can probably answer that for you. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> Eric Tenag, you know, will have, you know, he said, I was there yesterday, very positive. It seemed genuine to me, you know, in terms of him being able to speak to them, honestly, about what he's experienced at United for, you know, 18 months now. Whether they then look at it and go, well, actually, still, Eric, as the season completes itself, you know, you're still responsible for a lot of the the, the losses or whatever, or whether they look at it and go, actually, okay, we realise that you've you've onto something here. If we support you in a different way and and are able to kind of bring you players that Get you might have heard of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, but it's uh, it's it's up in the air. I mean, you know, people might look at it and go, okay, new owners, really, new co-owners they're going to want their own person in. That might well ultimately come to pass, but I don't, know, I don't think it's as clear-cut as that right now. Because there was, there was rumours, weren't there, that, like, the... the but someone, like, we did a tweet, right, without naming names. Sky put out an article saying Graham Potter. Mm. We did a tweet naming the people on that article as the reporters, and one of them messaged me saying that article was nonsense. Oh. <laughs> and I'm asking my name, suck off it. Oh. So, <laughs> the Graham Potter thing, I think, is just completely made up. I Unless don't. It's not, it's not made up. No. Okay, okay then. Uh, that, when we ran it, it was like someone said. Laura that. said United Green Game Red Potter. No. <laughs> Tweet it out. That, that particular one wasn't because you can't true. ever discount when there's already a relationship established okay. there. So, okay. so, so Dave Brailsford, uh, I think, spoke directly to Graham Potter about the niche job um, at some point. So th there's a relationship there. Is a I don't know. You tell me, but I think the way that Chelsea has gone this season kind of makes him look a bit better than it did right, at the, the time. The Oli factor. A little bit. No, you're, no, still, you're still screwing no, your face on, no. hey. Oli um, came second and third, not tenth. Yeah. Fuck me. No, I, yeah. I, I think the trouble you've got with Graham Potter, and I've always thought this when he was living with us a few years ago, is just that sort of coming into that dressing room and your achievement yeah. is, I, I, you know, I, I had one good season at Brighton. I did okay. It's, it's a uh, tough, in, was it, yeah, it's a tough uh, job. Uh, uh, what's the name of the club? I always forget wrong. Osterson. Thank you. Osterson, yeah. yeah, I did okay there. I just think a player's going to respond to that in the way you want them to. Yeah. Where else did he like, coach? Was it Bath University? Like That was the first place, I think. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, um, Swansea. It sounds comical, doesn't it? Like, season at Swansea. Like, I don't know if some of these egos that you have got in this the dressing room, you might need to come well, in well, a you bit have, like, I think I think you've had that a little bit with Ten Hag, to be fair. Yeah, and, and at least he, he can he come he in as Champions League semi-final. But then you get to a stage where... Who is who is good enough then for these? Okay. You know, Jose came in, you know, the biggest ego, the fair, biggest reputation of all of them. Just so selection uh, of balance. Yeah, well, I get I get that. I just that's my, my my concern. But like you say, then if you you know you point out they've got a relationship there, if things do go wrong, then this doesn't seem to me. I mean, you may disagree, and I know you've done a, a million uh, videos on this, and and a standout candidate where you go, you know, no. like when it was Van Gaal, you went Jose's right there. Mm. Well, I think jo I think. Jose being available got Louis the sack. You did, didn't it? Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Because they actually had a plan where it was, you know, Ryan Giggs was his assistant and there was an idea that he would eventually take over from Louis. Yeah. Well, you know, that obviously didn't happen. Then with Oli, it felt like by default because of his caretaker performance. Yeah. People forget that he earned that. No. Well, his record was 
ridiculous as a caretaker. The only issue I had with it was we waited till he started losing games and then we gave him the job. He lost, got knocked out of the FA Cup <laughs> well, and then lost classic. his first ga game in the league for well, ages. That's not the article he wrote. Was, it's just, it was so reactionary. Yeah. It's no reactionary one's got a fucking it's, plan. No. But it's also uncertainty to then commit. There's no decisiveness, it feels like, from a lot of uh, the right, structure at the club. Every fucking the protecting their ass. No one, wants to put the, yeah. no one wants to sign an order where right. they say, whereas, go whereas do that. clearly, you've heard from this statement now this week from Sir Jim Ratcliffe and, and Dave Brailsford. That Jim, they, Jim, please. Sorry, just, not certain until he gets 21. Jimmy, Jimbo. Um, <laughs> Jimbo, Jim Bob. You can the, call him James if you like. Uh, only his mother, probably, James, no, surely? Surely he's a, J he's a James, right? I don't know. He wasn't uh, christened yeah. Jimmy. Okay. Well, you never know. He's from Failsworth. That's cool. Um, but I would say that they've come in with a clear intention to be decisive. So, you know, that they're saying all the right things. Again, proof's in the pudding. But I think that they will act decisively on, yeah. on matters. And they're, they're on the ground. How, how much more sort of invigorating is that for the staff to be able to see these guys in person? Um, and obviously, it's just, again, it's the first week. You can't get carried away. But I think that it's a really good sign of they mean business and they're going to put themselves in the firing line to it's, it's not the case that the Glazers um, didn't it was more the case that, that uh, well actually we didn't want them here but they also they clearly didn't want to do that because they do do that with the books like they're in like there's footage from well, a month ago or so of um, an NFL game and the lads are getting off the coach and they're, they're there shaking their hands as they come into the stadium. Mm. Now imagine that at the back of the Stratford end. Mm. For starters, it'd be a fucking riot <laughs> if they did. But also... Well, maybe that's why they, they never did it, because they realised that they took over the club with such a with such toxicity that, you know, they, they could never do that, could they? And be, be you know, celebrated. fucking years. It is, it is crackers. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Um, Saber Mark 42 says, Reckon Sir Jim is have a poodie's pants. Hashtag Shatcliffe. Great question. Jacob Morris says, Shout out Laurie and the Athletic. Only reputable United source, as far as I'm concerned. Getting a lot of love here, Laurie. I don't like it. Um, Angie James. No, do you what? I'll give them the fucking Jews. They, they bought that. No. They've, they've come in and they've fucking earned that. Yeah, of course. There was people that were riding high when David Meek was here, let's be honest. Yeah. And, you know, no longer doing that. Out of fucking nowhere, because it was an American publication, wasn't it? Mm. They did a fucking bit of an, an Avengers Assemble, getting Mate. you, Ian, and uh, Andy, I, I and Daniel Taylor. Yeah. Daniel Taylor as <laughs> well. That's a good punt on yeah, it. Daniel Taylor. Daniel Taylor. Ollie Kay. Yeah. Uh, they, they literally went, who's who? And you, you, obviously, you've got some very bitter people that have been fucking noses pressed up against the glass oh, looking up against them. Uh, you know, it's never say never. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, Andrew James, who's been a member of the Academy for 14 months, says FFP allows for 90 million of owner investment on transfers over a three year period. Is there any chance we see an injection in Jan now that deal is a formality? It's not been ratified by the Prem, though, has it? Well, yes, there's that, so they actually can't do that. You know, say it does somehow get fast tracked and there's a, a window. You know, maybe they, they could. I don't that. think they could gamble. It will go through. Fuck it. Go for it. I, I, yeah, I don't know what the regulations are on that. I, I, would, I would suspect that they would. 
I, I don't think the authorities would allow that. I, I don't know. I, so then when it comes to look at our accounts and they were like, well, where, where did that money come from? Oh, it came from the owners that weren't actually ratified yet. Oh, right. Well, yeah. I think oh, the Glazers put in. money in. Everyone <laughs> go, fuck off, did they? No, I hate no they didn't. I hate it so much because you hear that all the time, don't you, with arguments, and I've done it, I've done it on videos or when you appear on something, they go, the Glazers oh, you have can't spent... the Glazers spent like, you know, billions of pounds. I'm like, no, they haven't spent any of their own money. They've, they've still They're to this day profit, taken more than uh, or their ownership has cost us more than we have spent during their ownership on transfers yeah yeah um we've got to ask you the inevitable transfers question Laurie. um come on you know i know you've been waiting for this 40 minutes we've you know we've toyed around the the question mm. are we gonna do out in january what do you reckon one or two loans is what i've been told and i, I don't have any reason to Doubt that just because of everything that you're hearing. I mean, Eric said I've got record saying he doesn't think he's going to do anything. shaped. Well, there you go. You yeah. know, we're, we're in that sort of you know realm again. We've <laughs> learned our lesson from last season's vote Vegor. Don't ever write anything yeah. off. So we thought we're not going to do that again. Do you know what? United in my entire lifetime basically loaned uh, um, Henrik Larsson. Yeah. And that was it, right? Until about a year ago, and fuck me, did we find that phone book somewhere? Yeah, we did. We love a loan, don't we? But someone found that rule, didn't they? And went, hey. We could do that. Yeah. Someone was like, no. It was, if we had, like, was Odie Nogalo alone? Or yeah. Was that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it turned into, <laughs> did it turn into a permanent? Permanent deal after his five goals in the Europa. Whatever. I like hey, listen, Gallo. Uncle Gallo. I think it was still he was a top. He was lovely. Like, his, his, his Instagram was ace. Yeah. He loved know. it. And it, again, yeah. sort of did a bit of a job at that point. He's just, it's, they're fine as an isolated incident. It's when yeah. it's like the pattern that that's when it becomes. I mean, like, like, it has been the last. Well, yeah, because yeah. last January it was three loanees, wasn't it? Was it well? It was Butland. Oh yeah, if you yeah, um, Butland, yeah. Sabitzer, Sabitzer, yeah. and excuse me, and Volvo. So, so you're gonna have to say it's been a flawless success. It's exactly. So far. Why change a winning formula? So basically, hey. from Henrik Larsson to today, the loan market has been just like the Garden of Eden for us. <laughs> In terms of outgoings, because there's been this sort of, there's been contrasting reports about, not even outgoings, like what's happening with these contracts, is Martial going to sign a new deal? Because some people, Eric and I used it at the press yesterday, weren't you? Yeah. Eric and I said, there's talks going on, which people then took to mean, there's talks of him extending. Yeah. And other people, I think you may, Rob Dawson, the fuels are saying, no, I'm going to. I don't, I, yeah, I don't think there's going to be an extension there. Well, they, they're definitely not, what he said was they weren't going to trigger the option, which we already knew. And then he's talking, they're talking to Varane and Martial. Now those talks could ultimately be, okay, thanks very much, see yeah, you later see you at the end of the season. Um, it, yeah, they might not even end in offer. I think the idea is that maybe you'd offer a, a reduced uh, salary like, like they did with David De, David De Gea and ultimately he left, didn't he? So, um, what about, um, there's been some talks of Tadebo going to Spurs. Surely uh, Jimmy Jimbo wouldn't allow that to happen. That's his name now. Um, on, on his watch. Or even if there's a potential of it being his watch in a couple of weeks once it's ratified, yeah. surely there's a way that we could loan him with a, an agreed fee in the summer. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because that's I, I think that's the only like legitimate win we might be able to have mm. under FFP regulations. In yeah. The well, they, what is, is he going to go to Spurs in this window though? I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Like, surely that they're doing all right on the knees. Like, yeah, the second in the league. Yeah, yeah. Like, letting him go in the middle of that season. Would yeah. I, I mean, you, up, as you said, it? you'd be surprised given. You know, Ineos have authority in that situation. Yeah. Would they really? Yeah, you know, United might be consigned to losing Varane. I think probably at the end of the season rather than the next few yeah. weeks. I don't. I don't. I I personally don't see Varane going this window. Yeah. I think that 
um, that if anyone does go, Tenag would want a replacement. Okay, Sancho's a bit of a Sancho and Van der Beek are a bit different because you know they're kind of just <laughs> not they even don't this fucking exist. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. So, <laughs> you forget. Um, I forget. I always forget about Donny. Donny yeah. Van der Beek forgot about Donny. I know, I used to do it all the time. You think, oh yeah, and you see him on the bench at times. He think, did a press yeah. conference today, didn't he? Smiling, and I saw Bruno replied saying, "Keep smiling, bro." So obviously, yeah. he's well thought of by his. It's, it's astonishing. I mean, the the idea that he came to United. I think was he on the Ballon d'Or list when he, he was. Yeah, he was in like <laughs> in the top. Is it the thirty? Yeah, he so was a Ballon. He's officially a Ballon d'Or nominee. Yeah, like that is a, but he was, a thing you can it, say about but him. He was never gonna be suited to United's situation, and he, he could never play with Tenag, could he? Well, it's, well, that's, no. it's, 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 yeah, so, he's a manager that doesn't, use, doesn't, yeah. doesn't know who he is and has never used him before. I mean, that that was again. So that goes back to a, a different sort of regime, I suppose, where you had Edward Wood and Matt Judge, um, and ideally, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer wanted Jack Grealish, and then, but Donny Van der Beek was available for you know forty million because Real Madrid had to pull out because of the COVID crisis, and and yeah, it looked a good deal. But then when you drill down into it, clearly get a player for a little bit more money that's suited to the Premier League that you know what you're going to get from them it, it felt like here's an opportunity let's just do it rather than this is the plan and he fits within this plan because Oli didn't seem to fancy him that was the weird thing that's for it. me Never Never played. Played. Yeah, didn't yeah. And he, like, was, he was a squad player in Oli's eyes I think yeah. and and then when he got in he realised it wasn't quite working the physicality I think was a big issue um, and clearly you've had then even Tenag hasn't used him ultimately so yeah. at all yeah I mean he's, to be fair to Donny and he hasn't been good enough or he hasn't been strong or whatever injuries haven't helped because he went to Everton didn't he yeah. that low move where he missed half the games because of injury yeah. and I, th- I spoke to a few Evertonians said he was doing alright until he, like, he obviously got injured last season he got injured in against Bournemouth where you thought this might be a chance for him mm. under this manager who knows him and then he gets injured for the end of, to the end of the season mm. so I, I think it's been a mixture of him probably not being quite levels he wanted and injuries at the wrong time mm. but it just was weird we had this Donny I don't even know it's the Donny Van der Beek FC almost within the United fan base who, the answer's always the one yeah, who thought That's he was going to solve all our problems so yeah. right now it's Ahmad Diallo yeah. Right, right now Ahmad Diallo uh, is the honestly, fucking messiah and in about two weeks it's going to be Lissandro Martinez like once he's fit enough and or even half fit enough people are going to be demanding he's back playing and starting over Johnny Evans Like, mm. and then as soon as he is back starting and we're still conceding goals it'll be Johnny Evans like the, the answer will be whoever's not playing because it's mm. the easiest one or if Martial goes to Fenerbahce as has been rumoured we should have kept him because look at all the goals he'd have scored yeah, 100%. Uh, John Shin's in the chat as well. John. Fuck off, John. Yeah, and also reply to your texts. Um, Brian Casey makes a great point here. Jay, now that we've had a brew full of football talk, it's time to derail it. What's the best baked potato topping? Oh, fuck off. Keep baked potatoes. Why? Who did we have this discussion with the other day? Did John ask me? so angry. You ever made a baked potato? No. You don't like baked potatoes? I'm, I'm, uh, no. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. I, it wouldn't be my go-to, but, no, but I don't like ever. Is yeah. it, no, it's a filling, warming meal yeah. on a cold. You know, I, and I go with tuna and mayo for me for the cheese, beans and cheese, beans and cheese. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you got so annoyed at the question about a baked potato. Because like. baked potatoes, that's why. God. Baked potato. It's such a shit way of doing it as well. Listen, when we was poor, got, right, a, bake, a bag of baked potatoes would do you a week. A bag of baked potatoes? Yeah, a bag of potatoes you had to bake them yourself. <laughs> Not pre-baked. <laughs> but, you know it's what I mean? Up in the oven for like, you know, do you know what I mean? Do you for a week, that, for a fiver. Um, Laurie, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for coming on, on wait, the wait, What time is it? Well, it's 10 to a minute. Oh, we're not fucking vision yet. Oh, no, Nicholas Cage, worst three films, go.
worst three films. Has he ever made a bad film? Oh, God. Whoa, mate. Right, fuck it off. Right, mate. There you go. There's oh, the okay. end of it. He's got a thing about Nicolas Cage. I argue, right, that Nicolas Cage won an Oscar for leaving Las Vegas. He just says that doesn't count. Right, he says face off and all that shit. He don't, he's not interested. He's a great actor. He's hilarious. What do you mean great? What do you mean hilarious? He's funny. He's a funny guy. Don't, I don't. I don't think he means to be. He's funny in like action films, just with his over. He's a bit of Brent about him. Yeah, I yeah. give you that. But, but he does that say. film, doesn't he, where he he plays. Himself. Funny like Dave Chappelle. Yeah, what? Well, funny, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, that, I was, that's what I'm thinking of, that one where he plays himself. Yeah, what's yeah. it called? The Unbearable Way yeah. of Immensible yeah. Have you watched The Last of Us? Yeah. I haven't watched that uh, Dead Man Walking yet. Dead Man Walking? Is it Dead Man Walking? Dead Man Shoes? With oh, Paddy yeah. Dead Man Walking's the one you mate produced. The real Ferdinand production with, um, oh, who's it? Danny Dyer. You fucking what? Yeah, mate. <laughs> have a word of him. Is that was money well spent. Proper <laughs> Uh, no, I haven't seen that one. I watched The Last of Us over Christmas. Uh, Any good? Did you yeah, cry at episode three? Did I cry at episode three? Oh, no. Uh, come no. on. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've ever cried at telly. Um, okay. Have you not? Wait, but you cried at telly? I cried at E.T. Do you know what? I cried at E.T. when I was a kid. I know it's not telly, it's cinema. Yes. And then I went back with my kids and I got emotional again because it's like, oh, that's it. And none of my kids were asked. They were like, and I was like, what is wrong with Fuck you? Fuck you kids and your you, fucking music. Yeah, they cry everything in our house. And I was like, what's the matter with you? You're just not, you're not feeling it. Like, mm, mm. Have you seen it? Have you finished the series? Yeah. yeah. Good, I didn't realise yeah. that there wasn't another series. I was fucking wounded. But there, is a, there is a second game though, isn't there? Last of Us 2, I think. I didn't, I didn't I even think, know it was on again. Yeah, it, was, it used to be a video game, yeah. Which is mad, isn't it? Right? Now, watching video that's how good video games are. That you can then Jesus make Christ. a TV show out of it. That's yeah. I watched really Reacher the other day. I like Reacher. It, yeah, it's yeah. cartoon. It's cartoon. It Come is on. what it is. If you go into it thinking Britain it might be good, like it's not terminal. Lee Child. He knocks about around here. Oh, does he? Yeah, he was. Um, he was at home the other week. Oh. Like, Trevor knows him. Oh. He's who? Lee Child, who wrote Reacher novels. All right. Yeah, he's. Hanging around Manchester City. Yeah, he's good, isn't he? Um, have you seen Reacher? No. I, I saw like a trailer of it. The guy's massive. Yeah. It? Absolutely jacked and tanned. Yeah. Well, that's, I think in the books he's met a bit like that, yeah. but in the films oh. it was Tom Cruise who played him. Oh, in the okay, books he's like a tall, I think he's 6'5". Right, sorry, or whatever. I'm getting confused. Yeah. I thought in the books he was actually smaller. No, no. I'm right. pretty sure in the books he's tall, and then in the films he's got Tom Cruise who's tiny. Right. But it's Tom Cruise in it, so he's <laughs> like, well, Tom Cruise says he'll do the film, we'll get him. Um, but obviously in the, the um, series they've gone... What, the, what can we there. watch? Talk to us in the comments, what can we watch? I've been watching that manifest on my... Um, What's that about? It's about this plane goes missing and it turns up and all, it's been gone for five years but all the passengers haven't aged. Ooh. So they're like, well, I'm gonna, they, they feel like it's been... Is that a true story? Yeah, it's a documentary. So they <laughs> feel like it's been a, an hour or whatever and it's been five years and everyone's like... Oh, like no, that would send you Mel and West, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, all the kids on the plane are still kids and everything. It's like, what's going on? And then yeah. everyone's moved on with their lives as well. So when you land, your missus has got a new fellow and he's like, what are you doing? Oh, well, there's, there's some yeah. couples. Like, I've only been gone a day and they're like, well, you've not right. even done five years. And it's like, oh. And then they start your voice. You want to try that one with the missus? <laughs> <laughs> Who's she? Natalie? <laughs> five years ago, you walked out with us. <laughs> Just to see how long. Yeah, see how long that lasts for you. See how, see how long you get away with that one. Um, but it's, they start your voice. It's, it's all right. It's good. It's watchable. Trouble, trouble we have in our house, right? Me and my missus can't watch anything together. Right. She likes soaps and all Hollyoaks and shit like that. I like documentaries and boring stuff. See, I got bang into Yellowstone. We watched Men from Manifest together. So it's a very good Yellowstone. Fuck, you've not seen it? No. It's fucking sensational. Yeah. Um, Yellowstone says, was fucking mega. There's loads of people saying th things. Slow Horses is good. Yeah, yeah. Slow Horses have is good. I've watched I need, that. I need Apple finish, TV. Finish that. Which is the it. only thing I haven't got, actually. Yeah, get it and watch that. It's really good. Um, someone else says The Last of Us is Elite. 
Um, that's really good. 1883, Steve. Is a that's Yellowstone, Yellowstone spin-off, yeah. yeah. yeah so but it's got, prequel, um, what's it called? Sam. Is it Sam? The old fella. Sorry, plays Smith. a cowboy in everything. Not Kevin Costner. Sam Elliott. He's, he's in Yellowstone, Elliot. isn't he? Okay. Sam Elliott's in it, who's just... You watch him, whatever he's in. Right. From Roadhouse onwards. Uh, Peter Kelly, who's been a member of the Academy for 41 months, says... Highly recommend It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's written by Rob McAnally. The Rex Mona is quality with Danny DeVito. I've not seen that one. Um, yeah. What, Blackbird on Apple TV? I've not mm. seen that. Yeah, it's, it's quite good, that, yeah. Ma someone Modern Samurai says Taylor Sheridan is awesome. Yeah, Taylor Sheridan is awesome. I started the Bass Reeves one, which is basically in that Yellowstone sort of universe kind of thing. 1883 sort of universe, but it wasn't as gripping as as like 1883 I mean even 1923 one of the worst spin-offs it's got fucking Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren in Mate, it. TV's gone up on it do you know what I mean like when you when you're making films it. yeah like the, you went back to telly his career gone to the dogs like, and now they get like mega HBO stars. and what, what's uh, Paramount of you know just different, fucking absolutely different levels unloaded do you know what I mean like there's, there's one that Taylor Sheridan done called Tulsa King which I haven't seen yet I've seen like, that with Sylvester Stallone yeah it's all, again it's a bit cartoony but it's Sylvester Sloan and it's not going to be a, like, you know, it's not going to be like Shakespeare. You know what I mean? So it is good. Um, <laughs> anything else? Oh, we got a game tomorrow, Paddock. Thank you. First time in about six fucking weeks. Where is it? It's at Openshaw. Openshaw. East Manchester. Bring your own knife. That's your, that's your, neck, of the that's your neck of the woods, isn't it? Um, what are you laughing at? <laughs> he said it or don't it's okay. fine yeah. 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 <laughs> legally the sound yeah do you know what I mean Laurie what are you up to next when you're not writing about United you're going to have a fucking week off now I've written an article yeah. <laughs> a year off by your judgement <laughs> yeah the next one will be out in November eight, eight and nine months <laughs> have you got anything else in the pipeline that Just you can this, tell us about this piece on Dave Brailsford that hopefully shines a bit more of a light on what his background, his relationship with football, because obviously, you know, he's well known for the old gold medals at the Olympics and cycling. What does he actually know about football? But Give actually, me a whole chapter on the PEDs. Right. What? Oh, no, no, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, because I don't know if you saw, he did a video of the week, because I think it was Dean Saunders on Talks Ball was going off his head going, what's Dale Bra uh, Dave Brailsford, to get his name right? Yeah. No, what, what does Dale, Dale Brailsford know? <laughs> Dale hey. Brailsford knows nothing. Dave Brailsford knows nothing. <laughs> Dale Brailsford. <laughs> Dale Brailsford. What does he know like about anything? TV chef. Hey, yeah. you're, gonna, you're gonna write that by accident. <laughs> yeah. Dale Brailsford. Dale Brailsford. Dale Brailsford. There's a good stats <laughs> back up. But it was all this thing like, oh, he's only worked in cycling, but he's done a bit of it. Nice and all well, that's it. He's it? been at Nice, and, and actually, he's been around sort of these leaders. He, he's, he's, you know, he's mingled with Sir Alex. He's mingled. It with feels Pat like a geezer that's like almost been brought in as like a, a consultant and shit. He, he, he won't be the guy that is making decisions on signings or coaching yeah. sessions or anything like that. He'll be putting the people in place that then make those decisions. I said this in sort of response to Dean Saunders. He ain't putting the fucking cones out Monday morning. No. no. But he's hopefully like he's on a strategic point of view, isn't it? So like, there's talk, isn't there, that we're, we're going to see. Ashworth, uh, Ashworth um, and Mitchell and Brailsford. Like, this is a fucking Avengers Assemble potentially going on here, isn't it? He wants a sporting director and a uh, recruitment specialist from what we're told. So, you know, who, who those people are, I don't know for sure. But yeah, Ashworth and Mitchell are certainly names that they're considering. Do you get like, a positive feeling from all this? 
because it's yeah, like think, yeah, yeah. on paper it looks like it makes sense but Jay, been here before but do like, I need to like spell out the last 18 years I know that you. but you can go there you, you can go right, you know what I mean like when you're in a club when you're speaking to these people do you feel like yeah this is real because it's like, easy I'm feeling really positive about they, it they can have all the intention I'm yeah, still cautious you've got to be a bit cautious because it's, yeah. it's it's one thing to say all this stuff it's another thing doing it you yeah. know so having the conviction and this, the intelligence and, and the right decision making the look yeah. you know fortune will be play a part in this so but I think you've got people there that clearly have energy and drive and you know they've got a pedigree in terms of putting together elite teams which takes us from zero to a hundred from what we've I just get asked. it I get it I'm like you know I know it's different but it was like when we're going to get Ralph Randick and he's going to be a consultant yeah. and it was like oh that yeah. sounds like a good idea and then it just didn't yeah. happen it was like and it was you do a have to be careful is there a door get... open for Ralph to come back and just tell him Steve what was what track? oh really um, I mean if someone's going to tell him how, how bad it stinks <laughs> that's your guy right yeah I don't think so I think <laughs> no, let's, let's be honest I think no. that's <laughs> when yeah. we speak to Dale to Dave Dale, Dale Brailsford Dale, when Dale, Dale Brailsford when we speak to Dale in, right <laughs> we'll, that can we'll be, be like first. listen listen Ralph Ragnick yeah yeah <laughs> put, put him, put him put, I'm sure he knows all about Ralph Ragnick so if he, has he read his book though He's Shader Coat's book, the best book ever. Book? Have you read that book? I have not. There's more words in your athletic article than there is in that book. I know. Trust me. Um, right, we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, big thank you to Laurie from The Athletic for coming on, always doing good stuff. There's links in the chat and description. Go and check out all his articles and we look forward to reading that one on Dale Brace. All of them. Both of his articles from last year are really yeah. good. Go and check out Stretford Paddock FC. They'll be playing in Open Shore this weekend. Make sure you have your jabs. Um, we're, we're, uh, we're playing um, what will definitely be a load of Scousers. Really, cool mm -hmm. Rangers. That I can see that being a nice friendly game. Then that won't, that won't yeah. kick off at all. Yeah. So yeah, go and check that out. Thank you to Surfshark sponsors podcast as well. That's been Stephen Alston. That's been Laurie Well from the Athletic. I'm Jay Moy. This has been the Brew. Don't forget to hit like, share, and subscribe. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.